Uh, let's move on to the Brian Cranston thing. Uh, he was at Comic-Con this past weekend. You have audio of that, Gio? There was a kid from Albuquerque who was clearly excited to meet Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. Listen, man, when I went to meet Gus Fring from Breaking Bad at the Walker Con over Orlando, I was geeking out. Right. And, I, and I've met people before and interviewed celebrities, and I was totally geeking out, and I, I feel this guy's pain. He geeked out. I'll write your question down next time, youngin. I mean, it was a pretty crappy question delivered in a pretty, cra pretty crappy manner, but I'm not so sure I love Brian Cranston's response. Yeah. Uh, my question is, because I grew up in Albuquerque, what... <laughs> Was there any cool places, anything that you liked being there? Like, how, how was it? Because it's my hometown. So I want to know, how'd you like it? Well, did you have fun there? Yeah, I'd go and visit your mother once in a while. Oh, no, that's... Okay, and then he dropped the mic. Yeah. Like, like physically dropped the mic. If Kanye West says that, he's demonized, and he is considered, they're going to say, Kanye meltdown. Right? Probably. That sounds like a good headline I would click on. But is that because Kanye is a dick? Like, I, I, I can take it or leave his music, but as a person, he seems like a real dick. And Brian Cranston, everybody loves him? Like a Tom Hanks? I think so, yeah. So he gets a pass for making a your mom joke. I also feel like he got a lot of courtesy laughs because he's a celebrity. Right. If any regular person made that joke, I don't think the crowd would be howling at all. Well, also, I mean, he's in a room full of, like, Brian Cranston fans. You're sure. playing to his, he's playing to his audience. Every person in that room is probably a huge fan, and they're geeked out to be sitting there. Yeah, and it's like the inside the actor's studio. They're going to lap up anything that he says. He could say something that makes no sense. He could say, like, boogie, boogie, poo, poo, poo. And everybody would be like, oh, he's, so, he's so quirky and funny. But what if the kid's mom, and I'm not trying to, like, come down on... Your mom jokes? Because I'm certainly not... Yeah, you're the king of your mom jokes, and you're the king of that's what she said. I love that's what she said. There's a huge difference between that's what she said and your mom jokes. So when you first saw that, you didn't you didn't laugh at all? You did. Come on. I, I laughed. That's I, good. I, I, did not, I did not hysterically die laughing. I thought it was funny. But now I'm at the age when I think, what if that kid's mom had just passed from cancer? Oh. I feel like uh, your mom jokes and that's what she said jokes are the same kind of thing. They're in the same kind of joke tree. No. But when I make a your mom joke, it's not really your mom. But it is. You're saying so that you your mom. mom. My mom died of cancer. Oh, that's great. My mom died in a car accident yesterday. Like, it's not really your mom. It's just in general. But you're saying your mom. Yeah, but I don't really mean your mom. When you say that's what she said, there's no she. Like, the she is ambiguous. Right. You're making a that's what, like, if you say, hey, uh... Uh, stop pounding that before somebody gets hurt. And I say, that's what she said. You don't know who she is, right? Your mom. She's I, your mom. No, she is not your mom. These are separate worlds. The only thing I know is that's a lackluster attempt at humor. The black, that's what she said is lackluster? Oh, yeah. Anybody can do it. That's what she said joke. Chris Rock's not going on tour with that's what she said jokes. No, nor should anyone. He's but making a, you think with this humor. In a, in a conversational scenario... There's a room for that's what she said when someone unintentionally feeds you up one. You've thrown a mom blast out of the air in the past. In the past, yes, but I'm trying to evolve past that because your mom is a real person. Your mom is a real person. And so is your mom. Right, exactly. Like, if you say to me, your mom, I like, just got off your mom this morning, I'd be like, I'd be think that's terrible. My mom deserves better than that. But that's what she said. There's no she. Who is she? She is not your mom. <laughs> I hope she dies so you don't ever make that joke again. I think that's what she said, while not the funniest thing in the world. Kayla, will you just take a, you just take a cell phone down there? I, I, I think that's what she said. There is a, there is a tremendous comedic value in that that's what she said. Okay. Yeah.
But I mean, like, uh, th- that's what she said. Was it before the office or the, uh, I thought the office is where that originated from. Uh, no, it, it was around way before the office. Back when I was in college at UCF in 1988, there were, that's what she said jokes. Because the office is where it kind of grew. That's where it achieved national. Modern day mainstream. Popularity, for sure. But there is a vast difference between that's what she said and your mom. Agree to disagree. No, man. It's just from the same joke tree. But Brian Cranston's delivery was great. Just deadpan, that that smirk. You cannot. Everybody loves that guy right now. He's so great. I love him. I think he's. I, I think he's a phenomenal actor. I loved him on Malcolm in the Middle. I don't know what he's done since. But uh, but I I find him funny. I find him charming. I found him engaging. I mean, it was a horrible question by the kid. Like yeah. what's the what's the good answer for that question? Well, actually, there's a restaurant over on Fifth Street that yeah, I used to that's what the kid frequent was. quite often. The kid's from freaking Albuquerque. <laughs> he wanted to know if Brian Cranston hit his favorite Tex-Mex spot. That's, that's a horrible question. That's true. When Cranston was here in St. Pete, I would want to know what he was up to. Right. Like, hey, Brian, listen, you spent some time in St. Pete. Uh, did you get to Ferg's while you were here? No, I banged your mom instead. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. You know? So where are you coming out on this? I don't know. Okay, I've got very confused. I'm not sure. I love Brian Cranston. I truly do. I, f- I loved him as Heisenberg. I loved him as Malcolm's dad. I like him as a performer. I like him as a friend. But I think he's better than that. I think he is better than the your mom joke. So you're saying the room, though, just gave him a courtesy laugh? I would say there was a tremendous amount of courtesy laughter going on there. Okay, well, that brings up an interesting point because when I watched this, it made me think of all the times that you've been interviewing a celebrity and you've given them a courtesy laugh. I feel like you might have to when you're on the radio, and Gio went through a few old interviews today to pull out all of your courtesy laughs. Courtesy laughs happen all the time. Like, you don't really think what they're saying is funny, but you still give them the laugh. Why are you looking at me like that? That's why I had a strict uh, no improv people uh, when I worked on the morning act because I was so tired of giving courtesy laughs all morning long. Why would you guys come off? The- what you have? You have you pulled clips of me courtesy laughing. Well, Geo did. <laughs> Why? Just a suggestion. It was just a suggestion. But what? Are you embarrassed? No, I just think that there's a bigger issue here of of your mom well, jokes. Uh, well, we can tackle both issues. Like, <laughs> like I know Olivia Newton John gave you a courtesy laugh. So is this me giving courtesy laughs, or is this people giving courtesy laughs to me? It's a little of both. Oh, perfect. Hello, is this Drew or Gio? Uh, yes, my name is Drew. Is this Olivia? Yes, it is. I'm sorry I'm late because I'm a bit behind on the last call. Oh, don't even worry about it. It's just an honor to be able to speak to you. Thanks a lot for making time for us. Oh, uh, it's a, a nice day. I'm outside playing ball with my dog as I talk to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's that's right. laugh on courtesy laugh. That, that, that was a courtesy laugh. I'm outside playing ball with my dog. <laughs> That was a nervous laugh because I, I was very nervous and I, the, the phone connection wasn't the best. So I was. A, well, I think Ian Ziering, he called the show. There was some courtesy laughing going on, too. Sorry, Sharknado um, 3. Wiped out, man. We're shooting Sharknado 3 here at Universal Orlando and it's nonstop running and gunning. I bet it is, man. Did you expect uh, Sharknado 2 laughing there? Did you expect uh, Sharknado 2 to be as popular as it is to where they'd put together a sequel already? Uh, you know, it. The whole thing is a mystery to me. Uh, the fact that, uh, the fact that, I can't believe that this has turned into a crucified Drew for his polite laughter. That's a good courtesy laugh. These celebrities need the courtesy laugh. It's the like, whole thing is a mystery to me. Uh, the fact that it's like what? making Saracen watch game tapes. We want you to be like Street one day. You want me to be paralyzed in a wheelchair? No, I want you to have his ability though. <laughs> Just thought you would like my FNL reference. Loved your FNL reference. I hate the courtesy laughter that you guys have pulled. Want some more? 
Who are you? You're mad at yourself, right? You're yes. not mad at us. No, I'm not mad at you guys. I'm mad at me for courtesy laughing. <laughs> I think Dan Aykroyd gave you a courtesy laugh as well. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Martin Short. Hi, Martin. Martin Short. My hey, Drew, how are you? Lovely, very decent to talk with you, I must say. Oh, right. Like I suppose Pat St. Jack's a totally decent guy, too, I must say. Oh, uh, you are a genius for being so kind. Well, no, listen, you were a, an integral part of my early comic upbringing, much like Steve Martin, who's coming to town with you. What you're referring to is, you know, when I was 12, my brother died. When I was 17, my mom died. When I was 20, my father died. And, <laughs> and we were this happy-go-lucky family that suddenly lost half of us uh, within a few years. Mm. And But, you know, I think it probably Here made it me a little bit uh, more daring on stage to put my hair up and not care if, you know, someone threw a rock at me. <laughs> and I I am so sorry for trying to feed these huge celebrities massive egos by giving them the polite laughter with which they're accustomed. It, it, it's like taking a, a hairpin highway. Which, and Who's that? And funk and, uh, it was uh, Dan Aykroyd. He gave you one, too. Oh, okay, let me hear the crystal clear phone connection. Yeah, sure. Now, personally, I'm excited about the, the uh, afternoon because uh, it's an honor for us to, to follow the uh, KC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> this is That's a real laugh. <laughs> What's so funny about that? About he's, the, he's, he's, he's making fun of KC and the Sunshine Band. We know your real laugh. Your real life is when you have to go off mic and you're, you're howling. That, I, so that's not a real laugh. There's Amelia Clark. She got a courtesy laugh as well. Yeah, no biggie. Hey, did Arnold call you himself? Did he like get on the phone and go, I love you in Game of Thrones. Why don't you play Salakana? That was an amazing accent. <laughs> that was a real laugh, just so you guys She know. did that a few times during the interview, but I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at her at all. That's a real laugh. That was an amazing Real, accent. real genuine laugh. Thank you, Khaleesi, mother of dragons. I think we have Kayla on the hotline. Yes. I think we have Kayla on the hotline. Kayla? Hello. Hey, are you down there with the Mahomies? I'm down here with Mahomies right now. We're, uh, we're hanging out, and uh, I have Samantha here, and she was uh, she wanted to talk to Austin to kind of get up there. So. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Uh, hello, uh, you, oh, can you put her on? Yeah, hold on, here she is. Thank you. The phone, are we going on the phone? Hello. Hey, is this Samantha? Yeah, hi. Hey, Samantha, how old are you? 17. Let's be careful. Uh, my name is Drew Garabo. I'm hosting a radio show on 1025 The Bone, and uh, we uh, we see you guys out in the parking lot. We've actually got Austin up here in the studio with us. Oh my god! I know. What did you want to uh, do? You want to ask him anything? Uh, um. Hey Sam. No, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Hey Sam, don't be nervous. Um. It's me, Austin. I only have a few minutes. What do you want to talk about? This is your moment. I can't think right now. Do you want me to? All right. Do you want me to do the talking? Do you want me to write a song about you right here on the spot? Wait, what? Do you want me to write a song about you right here on the spot? Of course. Okay. Right. Well, wait, give him some information about yourself. Like, do you have a job? What kind of colors do you like? What's your favorite food? And he'll write a song about you. Um, I like the color blue. Okay. And I like Chipotle. <laughs> she likes Chipotle, Austin. I like, I like Chipotle, too, but I like McDonald's more. I don't like McDonald's. Oh, come on. Austin Mahone <laughs> is a, a McDonald's spokesperson. Of course you love him. Okay, I love are you sure you Are you sure you're a big fan of mine? It doesn't seem like you are. Yeah, I am. What's, I am. What's my middle name? Wait, who is this? It's Austin Mahone. No, it's not. Hey, Sam. I thought it was Austin. His middle name is Carter. 
Oh my God, she knew it. Okay, well she knows who I am now. I wanted to make sure I wasn't wasting my time with one of those fake, fake Mahomies. <laughs> He's gonna rock some uh, oh. some uh, little freestyle for you. Do you want to put one of your friends what? on that actually believes that it's me, Austin Mahone? It's not. How do you know it's not Austin? He's sitting here with his he shirt off. Know what you sound like? <laughs> hey. There he is. You're so sweet. Hey. You're so sweet. Austin Mahone. Totally Austin Mahone in the studio. Get another one of her friends on the phone. Will you put one of your friends on the phone right now? If there's anybody that I'll give a hug to, it'd be you. Aw. So sweet. Samantha? Yes. Can you put one of your friends? Do you have any friends there with you, or are you alone? No. Maybe we should talk to Kayla. Yeah, can you give the phone back to the... Hello? Can you give the who's this? Austin Mahone. No, no, no. Who's this on the phone? Julie. Julie, are you a big Austin Mahone fan? Yes. We've got him in the studio with us right now. Do you want to talk to him? Um, yeah. Hey. Hey. If there's anybody that I'll give a hug to, it'd be you. Aw, did you hear what he said to you? Oh, yeah, it's so sweet. Why do you keep putting makeup on? It's messing with perfection. Aw, he, he asked you why you keep putting makeup on. He said you're messing <laughs> with perfection. <laughs> All right. Good morning, beautiful. Well, it's afternoon, Austin. Gosh, you're so beautiful. He's looking out the window right now, and he says you're so beautiful. Hey. Austin Mahone. Samantha. All right, this is Austin's Bye. manager. We're going to have to cut this interview short, guys. Oh, sorry. Okay. Maybe there's some other Bye. girls that he could talk to. Sure. Uh, uh, girls, uh, can you give the phone back to that older lady that uh, handed it to you in the first place? She, she is right here. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my gosh, is this Austin? Uh, so, th so that was uh, Samantha and uh, Julie that we had, right? Yes, Samantha and Julie, right? Yep. Like they they had the SUV pull up here on the side with a smoker's porch and just snuck him in. Oh really? Yeah, I just watched it. <laughs> Great, Austin Mahone's now going to smell like failure and tobacco. Hey, uh, are there any other girls out there, Kayla, or just those two? Uh, no, there are a couple of girls here. Uh, uh and I have uh, what was your name again? Cindy. Another Samantha. Let's go, Cindy. And Alyssa. Alyssa's got some. Alyssa's got some pretty sweet shades on right now. They're American flag, and she's dancing as well. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, if you're just joining us, by the way, Austin Mahone is in our building. Uh, we are doing a meet and greet with him, and there are girls assembled outside. They call themselves Mahomies. Yes, he's a big time pop star. Uh, allegedly, seven point eight million Twitter followers. Net worth? I'm gonna go fifty million dollars. Probably 50? about two hundred fifty grand. 250 grand? He's still looking for that first hit. Oh, okay. He hasn't had it. Because I couldn't tell you one of his songs. He's 19, though. He's oh. got a ways to go. Awesome. Mahone net worth. $5 million. Oh, not bad. Not too shabby. Yeah, go ahead and put Cindy on if she's uh, dancing and has American flag shades. Cindy the dancer. Here we go. All right. Hold on. Hi, I'm Alyssa the dancer. Hey, what's up, Alyssa? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How old are you? I'm 16. Okay. Hey. Uh, oh, that was Austin Mahone saying hey to you. That was creepy. <laughs> well, are, Good morning, beautiful. Oh, it, it's afternoon, Austin. Uh, are you waiting outside to meet Austin Mahone? Yeah. Do you have uh, Do you have tickets to his meet and greet? Nope. 
You're just hoping that somehow you'll get inside this building? You're so sweet. Yep. What, would you like to ask Austin any questions? Uh, can you let me inside of the building? Okay. <laughs> uh, Austin, she asked if you could if you could let her inside the building. Goodbye. Oh, he said goodbye. I guess that means no. Aw. Why do you keep putting makeup on? It's messing with perfection. Oh, he asked you a question, uh, Alyssa. He asked why you keep putting makeup on. You're messing with perfection. I don't know, man. Austin Mahone. Now, I know we know who you are, Austin. Where are your parents? Um, I drove here myself. They're at home. Nice. You're so sweet. So, so do your parents this know that so you're? Weird. Do your parents know that you're unescorted right now and that uh, you're uh, you're waiting to meet Austin Mahone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Austin, think that's funny. Maybe we should. Uh, so we'll th- why don't you give the phone back to the older lady who uh, just gave it to you? Okay. Love Thank the, you. Love the hey. the older lady. Give the older lady? I like how you refer to me as that. <laughs> we, should, uh, we should just give them to the first people we talk to, right? Yeah. Okay, because we got to get them up here quickly. Yeah, we got to get them up here by 4.30. So, yeah, Kayla, go ahead and give them to those first two girls. Uh, can we talk to them so we can get the reaction on the air? Yeah, yeah. Give me Julie and uh, give me uh, give me Julie and the first Samantha, the first two girls. All Austin right. Mahone. Here's Samantha. Thank you. Hey, Samantha. Hi. Hi, Samantha. Did you already have tickets to the event going on today, or were you hoping to storm the building and get inside? I was hoping to get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Austin. Uh, we've got some <laughs> tremendous news for you. Because of our good relationship with Hot 101.5 and because of Seth's connections, we are able to give you a couple of passes to come meet Austin Mahone today. Oh, my today. God. In- Austin Mahone. Are you kidding? I am not. Are you kidding? I am not kidding. We're going to get you inside the building. Hey. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> Are, are you crying right now? Yes. Aw, well, because of us, you're, you're going to get to meet your idol, Austin Mahone. Don't forget to tell your parents about our radio program here. All right, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, come in and meet us when you're done with Austin, okay? That's weird. All right, well. What, it's weird? She's 17. I'm, I'm not trying to do anything. I just wanted to get her to cry again on the air. Okay. That's so sweet. Thank you. Will you come in the studio and cry? Sure. Perfect. All right. Austin Mahone. How are we going to get her the uh, passes? Kayla can walk him up there. It's fine. All right. Follow the old lady uh, who gave you the phone, and uh, and, and, we'll, and we'll see you soon, okay? All right. Thank hey, you. You're welcome. What a polite guy. <laughs> a great audio, Gio. That was awesome. Yeah, when we were, we were when we first got the person on the phone, like I saw like the Mercedes SUV pull up on the side. Your wife was down there, and they like snuck him in through all the smokers. What did she? Did she help escort Austin Mahone in the building? Yeah, she was like standing down there in the parking lot, and he jumped out with like two security guards and ran in the building. The people are like, ah, "Who the hell is that guy? What the new kids in the block or like, something?" On the smokers' porch, like people were blowing smoke in his face. Oh man, that's terrible. What it do, my peeps? Are you still listening? I sure hope you are. Here's the Drew Garabo live hidden track of the day. Now, this one I like on line one. I mean, two. Matt's brother Pete will not listen to Mike Couch on Monday because I'm hosting. That's solid. I thought you didn't want to chase people down who didn't like you today. Well, I feel like I need to now. I want, like, people who genuinely dislike me. Okay. Not people who are going to pretend to like me and then fake fake like me. That woman never liked him. She could not care less about Drew or the show. And she didn't listen then, and she's not listening now, and she can't listen. Nothing changed. Now, this guy, maybe there's an opportunity to turn him around and get him to listen to Mike on Monday and possibly affect the rating. He's going to listen to Mike on Monday anyways when you're filling in. Nobody really means that when they say it. Really? Yeah. Matt, how are you? What's up, Drew? How you doing, brother? 
Oh, not bad. How are you doing? Uh, very well. Thank you very much. Uh, your brother, Pete, will not listen to my couch on Monday because I'll be hosting. That is correct. Okay. And uh, why is that, do you think? Um, I don't know. I called him and I said, hey, did you hear that uh, Drew's hosting on Monday? And he said, yeah, I won't listen. Oh. And I said, why not? What do you have against Drew? And he said, he's not funny. Oh, I agree with him there. I mean, the, the man is the man is uh, the man is certainly a good judge of comedy. Um, all right, so what are you going to do to convince him that you're funny? You going to run zingers by the guy? Right. I, mean, I don't think there's any turning this guy around. Yeah, like, uh, do, does he want me to do shtick? Does he want me to do stand up? Uh, hilarious impressions of Al Pacino? I can do that. I don't know. I think you're great. Oh. I love the show. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you. Your brother's an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, well, well, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll call Pete and uh, and find out why you got all the brains in the family and he didn't. And uh, hang on. And for, the looks. And the looks too. I, I can tell. Hold on one second, stud. We got zingers? Zingers. Zingers for days. <laughs> you got some good jokes lined up? Hilarious jokes. Googling truly tasteless jokes right now. That give him the nine, and that's when I was pretty good. Maybe you should have saved that for him. That was a good one. By the way, great news about Damon and one of our sponsors. Oh, good. Hello. Hi, I'm looking for Pete, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is him. Pete, hi, Drew Garabo here. Your brother, uh, Matt. Told- oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother, Matt, told us to give you a call on the air, and uh, and, and I got some distressing news today, and uh, I just wanted to see if there's anything I can do to kind of uh, iron things out between the two of us, because I, I would love for you to listen to the Mike Calta show on Monday. Mike has trusted me to host his show, and when I found out that you wouldn't be listening simply because I'm hosting – I got to be honest with you. It hurt the feelings that I do have, and I want to see what I can do to kind of uh, bring you over onto Team Drew. Well, I called in about a year ago, and you told me to quote, "Eat a bag of dicks." So I've been carrying a grudge since then. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, th- that's funny though. Like you said, you said that I'm not funny. That's a funny line right there. I, I, why did I tell you to do that? Uh, I think it was around the roast, and I called and asked for an address for the. Uh, the Pepin Hospitality Center or whatever it was. So you, you called with a simple need to, to know where a station event was, and I told you to eat a bag of dicks. Exactly. That sounds like something I would do at the time. I, I If it means anything. That any- was the In Your Face show, yes. Now well, you've right. changed. I'll give you that. Thank you. And I do apologize for doing that. You have to understand that the uh, brisk and abrupt nature of the show found me saying things that I didn't necessarily mean. Are there any directions right now you might may need for the afternoon? Yes. Are there any events that the station has going on that I can certainly tell you where they are in, in painful detail? Well, I've been looking for a bag of dicks for over a year, and I can't find one. <laughs> this guy's funny. <laughs> no wonder he thinks I'm not funny. This guy is genuinely funny. Um, well, listen, I, I, I really hope that uh, that you that you will give the show a try on Monday. Galvin's very funny. Yes, Galvin will be there. Galvin Galvin will be uh, very very funny, and I will do my best to bring the to best out of him. If you would care to listen. All right, I'll tell you what. Since you called and you asked me politely, I will listen to the show Monday. Well, thank Don't you. Don't make it suck. I will not make it suck. My goal is to make my show not suck every day, and when I'm hosting someone else's show, I want to make it suck even less. So maybe we'll sway you back over to Drew Garabo Live with Gio and Seth and Kayla. Uh, maybe not, but at the very least, you'll give us a try on Monday. And I, I appreciate the uh, the second chance. I truly do. And I apologize for calling you uh, or telling you to eat a, a, bag, of, a bag of dicks, <laughs> which is just a terrible thing for someone to say. I was all right. That's fair enough. All right, I'll give you a shot. You have redeemed yourself. You are. I am back in the good graces, and I'll give it a shot. 
Well, that sounds great. Hold on one second. For your open-mindedness, I, sir, will be bestowing upon you. Let's see. What do we have from Mike Oliveira? One moment. Uh, we have your choice, my good man. We have a pair of tickets to go check out Billy Idol at the Ruth Eckerd Hall on September 24th, Sublime with Rome on August 14th at the Mid-Florida Credit Union Amp, the Deftones and Incubus at the Amp, or uh, no, that's a that's tonight's Rays game. You couldn't possibly make that. So which of those three concerts? I uh, you know what? I'm going to leave this one up to Matt because more than likely I'll probably be going with him because he's a jackass. That oh, I can't say that. Oh, you can. And how do you call in? Okay, great. Yeah, he's a jackass and he knows that. Well, I've got him um, right here. Hold on one second. Uh, hey, jackass, which of those tickets do you want? <laughs> uh, give him the Billy Idol ticket. All right, you guys are going to see oh, Billy you're Idol. Going. If I get Billy Idol tickets, you're going with me, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Matt and Pete, thank you guys very much for the entertainment, and uh, I look forward to sitting down with you guys sometimes, enjoying a beer and a bag of dicks. Enough, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it very much. Hold on for me, uh, Pete. I'd say that went pretty swimmingly. That's your walk-off. Yeah. Yeah.